Welcome to another episode of the Polly Rob Podcast. I am your host, the Council Polly Rob. I appreciate y'all tuning in once again. Make sure you listen and subscribe on all the podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, YouTube, Stitcher Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can check out the podcast. Make sure that you tune in um, and. Uh, I've been doing this for a while, man, and I'm pretty excited, man. I get a lot of good comments. I get a lot of good reviews, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud as well. Like, whatever reviews y'all give me, I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? Y'all give me the motivation to keep going, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep doing my thing. Um, Also, I will be um, doing some on-site podcasts, on-site podcasts as in I will be going out of town or I will be doing some podcasts at other stations, at other studios with some other guests. So that's going to be fun. I can't tell y'all what guests I'm going uh, to get on the show, but just know that it's going to be epic for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, I also got a new project coming out um, with an artist named Damo. Uh, from Black Bank ENT, um, we got a joint venture EP that we're putting out. So it's Damo and Local Astronauts. Um, we produced it. We curated it. Um, it's called 1230 AM. We will be dropping it uh, June 21st. June 21st, we're going to drop it just before BT Week. What well, That is BT Week. And uh, it's a crazy project. It's crazy. I want y'all to definitely check it out. It's going to be on all the distribution platforms, uh, distributed by Empire. Um, and, you know, it's, it's it's six records just full of dope shit. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to tell y'all the style of music. I just want y'all to check it out, and I want y'all to indulge. You know what I mean? We've been working on that for about the past year or so, just off and on, off and on. But we finally got it to a point where we feel like the time is now for people to be able to listen to it, to indulge in it. And I think that, you know, some good things is going to come out of it uh, in light of that. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been watching a, a, a lot of Netflix because I've been locked in a dungeon working on a bunch of music for TV and film, mixing a bunch of records for people projects. And uh, I went, uh, I've i been trying to find like some good shows. So I'm kind of late on a lot of different, you know, shows and seasons. And I just... Picked up on uh, Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things is like a sci-fi horror uh, type of film that dates back to like 1960-something or whatever. Um, before there was any real big technology. And uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? I actually got through the first two seasons. I can't wait for season three. I think season three drops in uh, early July. So I can't wait for that. But um, watching Stranger Things, like I see like the graphics is crazy. You know what I'm saying? The monsters that they uh, that they pick is very unique. Um, and the storyline is very unique. And it made me think, you know, for a minute, like, man, these are some really, really 
dope creative directors and creative writers. Like they really go in on the on the show. Um, and it got me thinking. Okay, so in light of that, in light of you know that show being very creative, I felt uh, compelled to be able to talk to y'all about some things creatively and um, just issue a topic that I feel like, you know, our creative people can identify with. You know what I mean? And um, so I felt like today, let's talk about um, how to open your mind creatively. So this a podcast is about uh, six tips that I want to give to you guys um, to open your mind creatively. Like when you you know, uh, getting, those, getting those little funks. Um, cause everybody does it. Everybody does it. Whether it's work, whether it's, you know, you're doing music, whether you're painting, whether you're writing a book, like whatever it is, like these are six tips to be able to open your mind creatively to be able to keep going. Um, for me, when I used to be a rapper, I used to be a rapper a long time ago. And, uh, you know, I used to get writer's block every now and then. Now, the reason why I would get writer's block, well, just personally for me, I would get writer's block because some days I would try to um, make a song that was relative to someone else as opposed to myself. Example, I would try to make a club record where... where I wasn't in a club that much at that time. I would try to make dance music and I'm not a dancer. Not saying that you can't do that, but sometimes when you try to, when you try to creatively um, talk about something, make some type of a, a creative image or, or, or sound or whatever, and you don't have the history of being in that world it makes it kind of difficult. It makes it kind of difficult. Um, so I would get writer's block because I wouldn't know too much of what to talk about. I wouldn't know, you know, uh, sometimes I wouldn't know the terms of, you know, or, or certain slang that they would say you know, or they would talk about like during like the dancing times, new dance moves, you know, stuff like that. So I would get writer's block and I would have to find myself doing certain things to trying to get that energy back to actually work on a dance record or a club record. Or, you know, like me, um, when I was very, very young, I used to draw. I used to draw a hell of a lot. That's how I got my friends. I got my friends by like drawing different pictures of like Sonic, Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. And then also when I was, you know, drawing and, and crafting, I would get creative blocks in that as well because I wasn't the one that was too good at coming up with my own characters um, and drawing my own characters. Like I would have the idea of it, but some of the information would come from, you know, something else. You know what I mean? So I, I, I would be at a standstill. I would start drawing a character and then all of a sudden I would be at a standstill. And I'm like, damn. Let me, let me figure out how to creatively finish this thing. And then you find yourself working on so many different things and not finishing them. It's not being finished. It's not being completed. It's not, you know, 
you don't have the ability to move to the next step because you haven't finished the first step. Uh, fast forward to now, every now and then, you know, which is very seldom because I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty creative with what I do with my production and engineering. But every now and then, you know, I would get blocks on, you know, uh, trying to make beats. I would get a block like, damn, uh, I don't know where direction I'm going to go in. Um, And I know a lot of other producers do the same thing. A lot of other writers do the same thing. A lot of other artists that uh, that draw, paint, sculpt, they get in those blocks as well. So I'm like, yo, let's just talk about these six tips that I've learned. I'll, 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 I'll tell you about the six tips. I'll tell you where I learned them from. And uh, we'll just go through it. And we'll just talk about different ways to open your mind creatively. Because this whole world is energized from creative nature any business you know any job any profession remember before it was a fortune 500 company before it was a job that paid benefits before it was a, a big multi-media company it was an idea it was a creative idea first and it turned into whatever else it turned into. So, one of the tips, let's go through them. Six tips to open your mind creatively. Number one, number one, read more and read different. I'm gonna say it again. Read more and read different. Now, what I mean is, you know, a lot of people, you know, they see everything, especially nowadays with YouTube, with social media. You know, a lot of people looking at quotes on, you know, social media or they'll watch some video, um, you know, on YouTube, you know what I mean? Watch Netflix, watch Hulu, which is all good, which is all good. But the problem with that is, is what reading does, reading allows your mind to wander creatively. Let's take, for instance, a Harry Potter book in a Harry Potter movie. A Harry Potter book, when you're reading it, and he's talking about all these creative, magical things, to one person, it's, you know, interpreted one way. To you, it's interpreted a different way. And it can jog so many ideas of what can possibly happen when they say oh the magic floats out into the sky like a blue blossom over uh the stars now how that whole thing transpires when you're reading it it's all up to your creative brain it's jogging your your creative ideas of what that might look like harry potter movie same scenario. Now they're showing you what the magic over the sky and blue blossoms look like. Exactly what they envision it looks like. So now, anytime you hear those words or that phrase, your brain automatically identifies what that looks like on the visual. 
you no longer have the ability to think differently of how that image would be. They already showed you. They already showed you. And that's for a lot of things. That's for a lot of things. Read differently. Read differently. Read something different than what your profession is. Read something different from what you're used to. If you're used to reading autobiographies, read a sci-fi. If you're used to reading a romance, read a comedy. Read something different that'll help you jog your creative process of what you might do. For me, I like reading about stuff dealing with uh, electrician. Like, I like to read, you know, about how to fix different things uh, as an electrician. I'm not an electrician. It's close to my profession, but it's still quite different. Then I like to read uh, articles about stocks. You know, I, I actually start getting into stocks because I would just want to read something different, and it got me into it. Um, I would read... Uh, you know, a bunch of sci-fi stuff, stuff that I'm not too good with. I would, you know, of course read. I'm not, I'm not big on religion, but I read a little bit of it. I just like to read just different shit, read just different shit just to be able to put my brain somewhere because the philosophies and the thought process of what it might take somebody to craft that literature is what I'm looking for to help me spark what I'm going to do on a particular record or what I'm going to do production wise, you know, and, and bring something out to life, you know, read an article, uh, on Yahoo about, uh, how, how people can get out of debt, uh, with their mortgage without having to get a loan. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking like in my brain, like, damn, um, how do you how do you get out of how do you get out of situations in the music industry or how do you get out of situations in violence and street life without having you result to violence? Like it just came off like that. And now that's a record. Now that's a record for me. Now I want to make a record about being able to not have all the violence shit happen around me without using no violence. It's relative to me that I made that relative to me, but just off of me reading how to get out of debt of your mortgage without having a loan. But that's how my brain process what it, what it processed in order for me to make a record. So read more Always read a lot. Read, try to read as much as you can because the visual stuff is all good, but the visuals is always, remember, it's always an interpretation of what somebody else has read and what they put to light. When you read, you have, your, you have the ability to make your own interpretations, which is good for a creative process. Even, and it's not, it's not no right or wrong answer. 
It's just the creative process of what you're coming up with. Um, I'm sorry, I got my I got my Modelo. It is Taco Tuesday, so I will be making tacos today. Oh, I'm, tri- I'm tripping right now. Uh, number two. Number two. And and this is one thing I learned. I was actually reading this article. And it said, uh, take uh, six tips of success, six things that rich people do that poor people don't do. And one of them leads to, uh, I wanted to use for the six tips to open your mind creatively. Um, and number two is think outside in the open, think outside in the open. Let me explain. Um, a lot of philosophers believe a lot of, uh, you know, Deepak Chopra. If you, if you listen to him, you know, read up on him, uh, listen to his audio tapes. Deepak is, is dope. Very spiritual, uh, very inspirational. He does his thing. Um, a lot of people believe that when you're confined into a house or a room or a place with four corners, your creative brain only goes so far. You can find yourself creatively into those four corners. So sometimes you might find yourself when you're in the studio room, you're trying to think about a record to do or something to work on. And all of a sudden you can't think of nothing because you're confined into these four corners and these four walls. Your brain can't travel beyond what those walls are there for. But when you step outside, when you literally step outside, it allows your brain to understand just by looking at the sky and looking at what's farther from you. It allows your brain to process and understand that things don't have to happen right next to you or things don't have to happen immediately. Things can travel. Things, you know, ideas can take time. Concepts can take time. It's that whole concept of space and time that your brain can get accustomed to being outside. And now you're starting to come up with more creative, you know, ideas. Looking at different aspects of a situation, you know, A lot of people always tell me, like one of my colleagues told me, he was like, man, for some reason, I mean, I make make the best records when I'm driving in my car. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, I don't know, man. I I guess I'll just be comfortable. I'll be driving in my car and I'll be coming up with lines and I'll be trying to remember them when I get, uh, uh, by the time I get to work, I remember some of it, I write it down. Or by the time I get home, I remember it and I write it down. It's because you're outside. It's because you're outside and your brain is processing past what's in your confined space. You're driving to a destination that does something for you. You're trying to get somewhere that does something for you. Mentally, it does something for you. 
one of the biggest things that rich people do that poor people don't do is they take a walk. They just walk around the block, walk around the neighborhood, and they just think. They just walk and they think. Sometimes they think with music, sometimes they don't. But they just walk and they think. A lot of people who do business deals, what do they do? They go outside, they got their Bluetooth on, they walk in, and they're talking. Have you ever seen somebody, uh, every time they pick up the phone, the first thing they do is walk outside and they start talking? You ever seen that? Now, the average person believes that that person is walking outside because they don't want nobody to hear their conversation. But no, that's one version of it. But the other version of it, which is I feel like happens all the time and we don't realize it, is that we walk outside because when we're going, especially when we're having a business meeting, we're walking outside because we want to creatively have all of our cells in our brain working all at the same time. It's all coming together. I know I do it. Anytime somebody like, yo, I want to talk to you. Let me holler at you for a minute. Or um, somebody calls me about some business. Like, look, let's have a conference call. Any conference calls, the first thing I do, I walk outside. I walk outside. I don't care how late it is. I walk outside. Because it's creatively giving me a chance to pace back and forth. Because I'm outside walking. And I'm talking my shit. I'm talking my shit. Think outside in the open. Trust me, it does a lot for you. Number three, number three. And this is something that I had to learn how to do. I had to learn how to do this, but it worked out for me. Number three, constantly take notes. Take notes. Constantly take notes. Stop thinking that your memory is as sharp as it was when you were seven years old. It's not. The older you get, the more your memory goes. I'm sorry. Constantly take notes. In order to open your mind creatively, you first have to remember what you're thinking about, what you've thought about in the past. And when you think about something, write that shit down. Write it in your notes. We all got all these voice notes, you know, uh, Notes on our computer, notes on our phone. Write it down. Or even if you got rap lyrics, wrap it into your phone under your voice notes. If you got a melody, sing the melody into your voice notes and come back to it when you want to. It does a lot for you. A hell of a lot for you. Taking notes. Like for me, I got I have tons of notes of different business ideas. I have tons of notes of uh, songs that I want to write Tons of notes of Features that I want to uh, Accomplish I have notes about everything Sometimes you just sitting there chilling Playing music Just jot down some notes Because trust me When you're in your creative funk Going back to those notes Jogs your creative memory And then all of a sudden 
You're on your way to a hit record. You're on your way to a great painting. You're on your way to doing some great business. Jot down those notes. Very important. And find out whatever is your best process because everybody got their different process of jotting down notes. Some people use their actual pen and pad still. Some people use their notes on their phone, on their iPhone or on their Android. Some people, they have like a, a, a small little binder that they separate their, their different types of notes. They got people that got voice memo. I love voice memo. I love voice memo on my iPhone. I'm saying any and everything on my voice memo because I want to remember it. And I name it what it is. So when I go back to it, I know what it is. And then I also, I have a book that I have all my notes in as well for my businesses of what I want to pursue in the future idea I might have idea I might have for somebody else. Never know. Taking notes is very important to your creative process because once you write it down, it's a part of your brain. Like I know for me, when I write something down, it now becomes a part of my brain. Whether it sits in back of my brain or in front of my brain is depending on how, you know, how dope the information is or how long it's been, stuff like that. But at least I know that I have the notes to be able to remember that it was there. And then, boom, on my way to making something great. Take notes, people. Don't think you Superman or Superwoman. You can remember everything. Take notes. It's going to help you. Number four. Number four. This is one thing that's big for me that I feel like all creatives should do. Because it's important to know and study different aspects of the business that you're in. Number four, study different aspects of the business that you're in. I think it's it's a beautiful, humbling experience when you learn about the value of your position as an artist, as a creative, and then also learn about the different elements that it takes to make what you do blossom. And I think sometimes when people understand that, when they understand the value of what they're doing or the value of what whatever's going on with the creative process, I think that helps them stay motivated to be able to continue to create. Like for me, I understand completely my value as a producer, which is why I make five or six beats a day. I understand my true value as a producer. I understand my value as an engineer, which is why I always promote and let companies know and clients know that this is a service that I provide because I know the true value and what engineering does for a project and also what me as an engineer can do for your project. I understand the value of it, which makes me appreciate my service a lot more and, and it makes other people appreciate what I do. 
So understanding different aspects of the business is what's going to help you stay motivated to create because a lot of a lot of this is about staying staying motivated. It's about staying motivated. Being creative is about staying motivated first before anything. Once you're in that boat, your brain can comfortably just move around and do whatever it wants to do. It's a very important thing. For me, in music, understanding what a guitarist can do, understanding what this vocalist can do, what that vocalist can do, understanding how to break down a percentage on a record, understanding the process of getting the radio promotion done. All of that stuff helps me and helps my team create great records because we understand the process of the business. We understand the business process, the actual business of music. So it keeps us motivated to be able to do things creative. When you don't know about the music business, all you can go off go off of is, well, hopefully this works. Hopefully this does something for me. But when you understand the mechanics and the process of how to get it done, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm going to create four of these because I know that it can do this, 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 and this. Why do you think I'm so enthusiastic about doing music for TV and film? I love it. I work on music for TV and film every day. My catalog gets added to for TV and film every day because I understand the business of how that works and I understand the value that I have a part of that and I understand how I can move forward with my career and my company's status with that. Studying the aspects of the business that you're in is going to help you be more creative. Trust me. Number five. Number five. This is my favorite. I'm not going to lie. This is my favorite. Number five comes from uh, one of my colleagues from way back. We used to do music together. And, uh, he would always say this one thing that always stuck with me. He was like, yo, whatever's in your brain, man, get it out, record it. Just get it all the way out. We'll figure out how to fix it later. And also, Tupac used the same mentality. It's called fuck up and finish. I'm going to say it again. It's called fuck up and finish. When you're working on a, a song or you're working on a beat or you're working on whatever, a lot of people is trying to go for perfection immediately. But when actual reality, your greatest creative moments comes from you fucking up. It comes from you fucking up. 
there have been times where a verse or ad lib or a particular beat was not quote unquote professionally sound, but it worked for that moment and ended up, ended up being a big record. When I'm in the studio and I'm working on a record, I tell the artist, get out whatever lyrics that's on your brain, get out whatever cadence that's in your brain, just flow with it. We're just going to take a bunch of tracks and just record it. Just keep going, keep going, record whatever it is. We'll come back and finish the record and pick what's good and what's not. Fuck up and finish. Do all the shit that you're supposed to be doing that's in your brain. If, if, if you fuck up, fuck it. Keep going. Keep going. It be artists that come in the studio, they be like, oh, oh man, I messed up the line. Oh, let me do it over. No, just keep going. Right now, you're at the creative process of trying to figure out where this song is finna go. You don't have all the verses written down. You don't know what's going to happen. Freestyle all of this shit and then let's find a cadence and then let's work on the lyrics. Fuck up and finish. When I'm making beats, whatever's in my brain, I'm going for it. I'm going for it and I'm laying it down because I know that just me making a beat is not the ending process of my production when I put out a record. There's making the beat there's song mode in the beat and, 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 and doing a pre-production. And then there's recording the record. Then there's laying out the record how it's supposed to be laid out. Then it's mixing the record. Then it's coming to add extra sounds, take away sounds, add extra vocals, take away vocals, and then mix and master. It's a whole process. So the first process of Starting everything is fuck up and finish. Fuck up. Do all the other shit. Try new flavors. Yo, if you finding out that you did 10 records and you got the same flow, yo, the next one, try some other shit. And if you fuck up, that's cool. Keep going because you're going to end up turning that shit into a style. Not turning your fuck ups into a style, but you might find a cadence that's in your fuck ups that you can turn into a style. And then you finish it up. The professional way. Why not? Everybody want to be perfect in the studio. Why? Why is the studio so accustomed to trying to be perfect? Why everybody in the studio want to be perfect in the studio? The studio is the place where you fuck up. And then you work to finish. That's what it's about. When you're writing your book, when you're writing a book, you got first draft, second draft, third draft, fourth draft, fifth draft, all the way, however many drafts until the book is corrected and finished. So there's going to be fuck ups through those drafts, but you got to get it out there. Your first draft, you got to just go. You got to just write and you got to go. Because if you're trying to be perfect on your first draft, trust me, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Just go. Fuck up in your process of creating and then come back to it and finish it. Very important. Very important. That's what creating a record is for. That's what the creative process is for. 
for you to try so many different flavors, so many different cadences, so many different aspects. That's what that's what creating is for. Stop trying to be a creative and actually create. Be in the moment of creating. Go. Stop holding yourself back on trying to be perfect, on trying to do it the right way. Being perfect takes time. Beyonce is currently perfect. How long did it take her to get perfect? Years. Years. It took her years to be perfect. So why are you so different? Why are you so different that you want to be perfect now? Let people see your progress. Let people see it in the studio, out the studio. Very important. My last one before I go, because I'm about to go create my last one before I go. This is one thing that I've grown accustomed to love. And reason being is because I'm naturally not a musician in terms of I can't play all the keys in the world. I can't play all the guitars in the world. I can't play the flutes and the, you know, trombones and shit like that. I just know what sound hot to me and I go. But for those musicians who've been musicians since, since they was little, they've grown to love and always appreciate the concept of number six vibe sessions, vibe sessions. If you ever been to a vibe session, you know what it is. Now, vibe session for creative, let's take music, for instance, because I am a producer. A vibe session with local astronauts would consist of some producers, some writers, some singers, some rappers, and some curators. And we'll all be in one room, instruments plugged up, my machine is plugged up. And we just finna go rock. Everybody finna play. Singers is finna sing. And we just finna rock. We finna go in like parliament. And whatever ideas we come up with that we record, we'll curate it and we'll figure it out and we'll put the record together. But vibe sessions are essential because nobody's a star. Everybody's putting their creative input in at the same time. And that helps you jog your creative nature and open your mind creatively because you see somebody that you know how to play, play the piano. They know how to play the piano, but they're playing some different chords that you're like, hmm, I never thought about using that in my arsenal. So, boom, now you want to use that in your arsenal, you know, add that to your situation or you're a singer and there's another singer there, but they sing a different tone than you. And you're like, hmm, okay. I see those different runs that you're doing. Okay, I may want to incorporate that or I may want to do something to offset that and add to what they got going. Or then you're a rapper and then you hear a producer that's playing some different beats that you're not accustomed to rapping to. And then you're like, okay, well, let me let me take this time out to figure out 
how I can display my lyrics and display my vocals on this type of record because I haven't done it before. Now everybody is in this creative zone, giving and taking, giving, giving creative, taking creative, giving creative, taking creative. And now this is it's this whole hub of everybody just vibing and coming together. Some of the best records in the world, most of all the best records in the world were collective efforts. Were collective efforts, which means that there were more than one, two people in the studio working on this record. Vibe sessions. Vibe sessions also include people who rolling weed, people who pouring drink, people who bringing food, people who bringing good vibes, people who just sitting there, yeah, like I like this, okay. You know what I mean? All of that stuff is 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 a vibe session. And it can help you on your creative process on making something amazing. I've grown to love vibe sessions and local astronauts, we do it all the time. We do this thing called Music Day every Thursday at our studio. And we have a bunch of different rappers, musicians, uh, writers, you know, even painters come in sometimes and we just in there, we, we vibing. And we working on different records and we putting stuff together and we just trying to see what we go, what's going to come out. And some records that we've put together started on music day. We finished them up and they, they're released. Type in local astronauts on iTunes and Spotify. You'll see some of the songs and try to guess, guess which songs started on music day, but it's, it's a vibe. That's what it's all about. Six tips to open your mind creatively. I think we covered everything. Um, make sure you read more and read different. You know what I'm saying? Think outside in the open, outside, literally go outside and think. Uh, constantly take notes. Always make sure you take notes. Very important. Study the different aspects of the business that you're currently in. It's going to help you jog your creative brain and know the value of what you're holding. Um, fuck up and finish. Just do cadences, do flavors, do all type of different shit. Fuck up and then come back and finish it. And the last thing, vibe sessions. Put together some vibe sessions with you and some of the artists that you fuck with. Some of the people that you fuck with. So just even a, 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 a guy or a girl who just has a good vibe. That's just a good vibe for the studio. Bring them in there too. And just vibe and put together records and see where that gets you. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to do what it does for us at Local Astronauts. It's going to open up a whole level of creative you know, nature. And that's what you need, man, when you're doing what you're trying to do and you're doing what you love. You know what I mean? It's about opening up that whole world of creative nature. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all listening in, man. This is the Poly Rob Podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts. Um, man, just check us out, man. I appreciate y'all. And make sure you check out that new Damo album on June 21st, the EP, uh, 1230 AM, curated and produced by local astronauts, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm going to get up out of here because I got some creative things to do. I'll see y'all. Peace.